The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and scenes that some listeners may find offensive. You always say scenes. Yeah, well, you listen to scenes. You're like watching The Archers. Yeah. Only not as depressing. That's been going a long time, hasn't it? Also, you don't watch The Archers, you listen to it. <laughs> Actually, you don't even listen to it, because most people that want to listen to The Archers now are basically dead. Or deaf. Or deaf. <laughs> just crank that shit up. They just like to feel the rumble in their chest. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never... No one's tuning in to that, are they? Week after week. Oh, I've got to, got to listen to The Archers. It's every day, isn't it? Oh, no way. Who's got time for that? I think it's like five days a week. Ugh. They need to, if they're not condensing it down into an eight-second video, I don't want to know. <laughs> Such a nothing opening. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Welcome to a new enthralling episode of Seesaw with Cleves and T. See my first that time. Well done. Yeah, I know. I'm proud of myself. Once again, congratulations. <laughs> I got myself a toffee. <laughs> I don't even like toffee. Oh my God. <laughs> I just wanted to answer the list of foods that normal people like, but for some reason you don't. Why don't you like toffee? Oh, it, it just pulls my feelings out. A free thing, something like that. Right, okay. What about what about other sticky things? Are you okay with having other sticky things in your mouth? Depends on the sticky things. Caramel. Yeah, but it's a lot softer, isn't it? Jizz. I mean, that's not sticky. <laughs> it's pretty sticky. <laughs> Is that for what you nights at the YMCA? Yeah, look, it's pretty fun to stay there. Oh, just before we get onto the topic, I just want to reference last week's access card episode. Because we did, we talked to Martin quite a lot, and I think a lot of the points that you raised were actually pretty valid. And we didn't really get much chance to speak about it at the end, but I think the work that that company is doing is beginning, at least, to change things for not just access card holders, but for everyone. So I think that's a really good point that you made there, that you don't have to have an access card if you don't want it. It's literally your choice. You know, the option's there if you, if you feel it would benefit you. But with people having this access card and companies starting to get on board, like more companies are just following suit just because this is this thing there now. You know, they're looking at it and going, well, actually making our company a bit more accessible is actually quite easy. And, you know, we can we can do that. Yeah, I, I agree. We didn't really talk too much afterwards because we, we like to keep these episodes within a certain time frame. But yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of valid points there. Uh, Martin addressed all of the concerns we had in our original episode. But I'm really grateful for, for Martin to come on and he was a really good sport and he wanted to stick within... He was very clear that he wanted to stay within our own wheelhouse and he didn't want us to be a different show. At the same time, we wanted to get get it done, didn't we? Like, well, get the answers. There, yeah. 
Yeah. Good to get the other side of it as well. Obviously, you only had me and you chatting shit for that first episode. And then this time, you know, you've obviously got the MD of the company giving their side. Which, again, we, we always welcome this. Like, if we ever blast anyone, come on, talk to one. And this is the first instance where someone has flagged it and gone, actually, I will come on, I, I want to talk about this. And it, it, Martin has already acknowledged that it wasn't. it's not for everyone. If you don't want it, don't get it. I mean, I don't know if I'm sold on it from it, because I still don't know if I'd get much value out of it. But I can see where a lot of people do find value. And like you said, it's changing the landscape of things, and that can't be a bad thing. So what are we doing this week, then? This week, we are going to go back to our, our usual ranty, let's blast some people, but hopefully... They... <laughs> after, after we've just said what we did. After we've just said what we said, uh, let's blast some people. We're going to be going after a group of people, disabled people, which we are members of that community. We haven't got the cards. This is what we do on uh, Seesaw. We... Aim a podcast at an audience and then decide to try and alienate as many as possible. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my ideas. Oh, taking full responsibility. I'll take full responsibility for this. It's going to so, go straight to bomb town now. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm hoping that this will go straight to the top of the charts. <laughs> you can't believe the amount of social plugging I'm going to do on this shit now. <laughs> Fair. So what I want to talk about is the disabled community, mostly from an online perspective, they're all whingy bastards, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I could just end it there, but... Nothing like uh, tying everyone with the same brush. Okay, I will go out and say, at the beginning, not everyone is like this. And I'm you not... just said they were! No, okay, <laughs> okay, then not everyone is like this, okay? But a lot of disabled people do have a bad attitude about things. So I'm not going to throw people under the bus because there are a lot of good disabled people out there fighting the good fight and just getting on with life. And, yeah, that that's great. This isn't aimed at them. And I will also say that we, haven't, we don't experience all of the same issues that other disabled people do. It's a spectrum. We all have different needs. We all have different issues. So... Okay, we, we, I will put my hands up and say, I don't know what everyone's dealing with. But that isn't going to stop me getting ranty. Because there's a lot of, well, we'll get onto it, but there's a lot of negativity. And I think this actively hurts a lot of sort of, a lot of the good work that disabled people try to do is just lost in this cloud of negativity. And if you look at it from the outside, it looks like disabled people are just miserable moaning bastards who don't do anything but complain, don't offer solutions to problems, and just bitch and bitch and bitch. And I've been sitting on social media recently, and I'm fucking sick of it, quite frankly. Life's kicked them in the balls, or punched them in the tits, whatever. So, you know, after a while, it's going to embitter you. Embitter? You're going to make you bitter after a while. I get that. But at the same time, it's how you let things affect you, isn't it? Yeah, you, you can get punched in the tits or kicked in the balls, and yeah, you know, it hurts to begin with. But sometimes, yeah, you know, even if the pain is continuing, you need to just smile and get on with life. You can't keep complaining about that one kick that happened twenty years ago, <laughs> can you? Some disabilities are ongoing. Sometimes they continually kick you in the balls. They literally put you down on the ground and they're stamping on them over and over again. <laughs> That sounds like a horrendous experience. And we're talking about the literal. Some disabilities are horrendous. 
Yeah, and I'm not saying that they're not. And like I said, I'm not going to blast people who literally can't get around things. Like, but there's too many people who are miserable and use disability as an excuse for that. And I fucking hate it. As I said, like this, this isn't a going out, going off to everyone. And like, it is tough. You have your good days, you have your bad days. Then a lot of times you just have days in the middle, which are neither. So there's people out there with chronic pain, um, a lot more difficult like mobility issues than what I have or what you have, Cleves. And there is a lot of injustice out there still. But my issue with a lot of these, with a lot of this, is how these issues are voiced, especially on social media, and, and how these issues are conveyed to the wider public. And that's kind of where I'm getting like getting my back up recently and getting pissed off with people. So I do the social media for, for the show. And please, before we started off, uh, you had a look through, I'd say only 10 minutes, 10 minutes worth of looking through Twitter. And what were your initial thoughts of the disabled community in general over social media? Well, if it's about dogs, it's pretty positive. If it's about something else, there's a few whiny little fucks out there, I'm not going to lie. It, it's a lot more negative then there is positive out there. I'll tell you that, just based on what, what I do. I think a lot a lot of the problem is that disabled people, as a community, like they all follow each other on social media because like they want to band together, because you have people that empathise with you, and that's great and, and all of that shit. But when you have people just reaffirming your beliefs, positive or negative, it seems it's really hard to see the bigger picture of things. So if you have a tweet saying, oh, life sucks, I hate my life, the day's been so shit, blah, 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 then everyone's going to get on there and go, yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's like life sucks and it's bullshit, and blah, blah, blah. And that's what can reaffirm you. And then you'll do the same thing, like that, that person will do the same thing for that other person who commented or, or replied to their tweet or their whatever they're posting on Facebook. And it's just building and building. It's like a cycle of bitchiness where all that's happening is you're just making things... Like it's, it's good to feel like there's people on your side and you can empathise with people and they go through the same situation. But it's it's always negative. I can't remember the last time I've seen that like, a post on social media saying, I had a great day today, didn't shit the bed, you know, didn't knock anything off the counter, had a great day. And then if that does happen, there's no replies to it because everyone's like, no, like, I'm not replying to that. But as soon as someone says, oh oh, I can't get work because of blah, 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 blah. I'm disabled, so stop saying I should be in work. Before you know it, you've got like 50 replies to that and everyone is making excuses why I can't work. And it's just like, it's reinforcing the negative attitudes. What's bad about that is, is all, I, I was reading through a stream about someone that's saying they can't work and somewhere even saying that disabled people basically shouldn't work and that benefits should be easier to get hold of. Now, I'm not sure whether that was America or England, but either way, I'm not, I don't really agree with that. But I think because people on there were so passionate about work being so difficult for so many disabled people, if someone had come on there and said, well, no, you can work, you can do this and that, and there are things in place that you can use and you can help you to get into work, I think there would have been a backlash against that. Yeah, 100%. And why are we backlashing on things that are positive? It's ridiculous. I say, and that just strengthens the negativity. That just strengthens the attitude. And that's the sort of thing that I hate. I, I know you, you probably wouldn't have like, replied to that, but I could see you were getting quite annoyed at, at that thread. And I was just thinking, should I just say to Cleves, don't get involved? Like, no good. I've seen it so much. Like, 
lynch mobs over social media. It's like, do not reply because we will just get rinsed. Like, even if you have a valid point, it doesn't matter because it's going against the tribe, going against what they believe in. And they're finding some sort of satisfaction in this negativity. You go against it, you'll get completely rinsed. A lot of the times, anyway, if someone's arguing their opinion, then facts are pointless. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because they're just going to stick to that opinion, right or wrong. Yeah. So just just on the, the tribalism aspect of things... So th- this isn't just like disabled, the like disabled community. This is like this is like all sorts of community. Like, it's never been easier. The internet is amazing, and it's opened so many doors, and so many people can do a lot more than they ever were able to do. And you know, crazy amounts of porn. Gotta love that porn. Well, maybe that's why disabled people aren't getting jobs. They're just hooked on porn. Maybe it's what it is. But I, I think the one thing that has happened is tribalism. And that happens like in so many aspects of of like society. And if you have an opinion or if you like something, no longer because of the internet, no longer are you on your own. It's so easy to connect with everyone. So let's say you're into just, let's use it as an example, like porn. Not porn. I'm not gonna use porn as an example. You already have. Okay, this this is a bad example because it was already quite popular. Let's say Star Trek, for example. Nerd. So that's the thing. Nerds, okay? If you were a Trekkie growing up in like the 90s, the 80s, that sort of thing, you would have maybe one or two friends that you would go and like watch it with or appreciate that show with. But generally speaking, you get rinsed by like you get bullied at school, that sort of thing. That's that's just something that happened. But now, because of the internet. You can connect with Star Trek fans all over the world. This is great, apart from the fact that then you get tribalism in it. Because whereas you have the good aspects, you also get the negative aspects. Where if someone turns around and says, uh, who's William Shatner? Who, who did he play? Kirk. Kirk, that's the one. So you'd have like people say, oh, Kirk is the best, best uh, captain on, on Star Trek. Don't make out like you don't know. No, I honestly don't. <laughs> I... I Mate, the amount of Shatner albums you know, I bet you love it secretly. I do have a lot of Shatner albums, which were bought for me, unfortunately. <laughs> I have no loves for the Shatman. That's Scatman. Back on porn again now. Yeah. So you you have that the tribalism of like fans who get really behind like William Shatner and like his capacity of it. And you'll have other people who will also be like on the other side with like um was it Picard, the other one, like Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And they'll be and then instead of it being like debating and stuff like that, that's fine. And that, there is a place for that. But what you'll often have is if people are agreeing with you, even if your points are redundant and not well constructed, people will back you just because they are in the same group as you. So I could turn around and say, William Shatner was the best because he had a fantastic hairline. Okay, it's completely redundant and it's wrong because he was like two-paced city. But the fact that I'm still advocating William Shatner, everyone is going to agree with me on that side of the argument because if they don't agree with me, then they will be rinsed and thrown out as not being a part of the tribe and then they'll be like segregated. And this happens with disabled people. 
go back to that 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 situation with like the, the thread about work. If we'd said on that thread, well, maybe like all of you, like or at least some of you, could work, and you're just making excuses. Even if we made some valid points, they would all get on top of it because we're attacking the general idea what they're going for. And that's really dangerous because that's where you get stupid and ignorant people. And that's in all aspects of the internet. Yeah, but people also don't want to take a look at themselves. People don't like to go, actually, yeah, it's me that's the problem. But that's also the internet's problem. That, that's, the, that's the issue with the internet. Because now, if someone turns around and says, you're the problem, maybe you should look in the mirror, you don't have to associate with them. You can just block them and go to people who will agree with you. Yeah, true. And people will seek that out. So now you have extremism in every way. There's hardly any middle ground anymore. And that's what's happened with the disabled community. Because the disabled community at the moment is grounded in huge amounts of negativity. And because they're all backing each other up, it, that's all you see. And it's fucking exhausting. So also on like the same, the same merit, like you do have your advocates out there and people are trying to fight the good fight. So there are some people who are trying to break, break through. But I still think that they are still suffering from like the negative aspects of the disabled community and the moaning aspects of it. So things like ableism, there's a lot of people who are trying to make ableism basically like racism or homophobia. What is ableism? So ableism is, is basically like racism, but for disabled people. And that's what's trying to be pushed. And my, my issue with this term in itself is instead of putting all the effort into identifying and coining a word for the issue, this energy could be better spent trying to resolve the issue. And being more active and like, pro- well, proactive about things. Again, it's like, we want this word to mean something. And it's like, great, but you put all the effort into coining this phrase and bringing attention to ableism instead of resolving what is actually happening. Could you not say that about Black Lives Matter? How do you mean? Well, a lot of attention is brought to it, isn't it? At the start of every sporting event now, they have the anti racism gesture. But what well, my point is, you still have to put effort into highlighting the injustices for them to be, for someone to do anything about them. I get that, but we have a, already have a word. It's called prejudice, which applies to everyone. And yeah. all the time we're segmenting this, it's going to take a long fucking time. Like, why isn't it just like, we're against any form of prejudice as a society? Why have we got to splinter it? Why has it got to be, oh, now Black Lives Matter has happened. Now we're taking, uh, like... Not necessarily like not being racist, but anti-racism is becoming a big thing. Uh, why has that got to be happening? And then you have the thing with like, like LGBT plus pride and stuff like that. Like, why has everything got to be so fucking segmented? Why can't it all just be in one? Like the whole, everybody's different. Everyone deserves to be equal. And okay, society should pick up some of the slack on that and maybe work harder in certain ways. But why are we segmenting it? It's just going to take ages and it's just exhausting. And I said the disabled community, like some of them are just spending so much time trying to make it a thing, like ableism a thing, then put your efforts elsewhere in trying to be positive. They could have put that effort into disabled pride month. Yeah, they could. Oh shit, do you know what we should have done, right? We should just start piggybacking off uh, LBGT, like just call ourselves LBGTQ plus do for disabled, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get more fucking, like, TV time and more attention for it. But then the thing is, like, 
with that, more letters are getting added. And I agree with that, but then it gets to a point where it's like, when do you stop adding letters and just acknowledge that everyone should be even? Yes, very true. When do you start fucking labelling things? Just let people be people, accept that we are all different, and just make sure that we're being more proactive to be inclusive. Just have a P festival for person. Yes, 100%. P for everyone. P pride. P pride. Probably something else you find in porn. Probably do, fucking hell. (laughs) But that's what really gets me. And the, the issue is whenever we do get attention as a disabled community, it's always like, whenever you look in from the outside, all you see is the negativity. And you know it's exhausting. The internet kind of spotlights the negative though, don't they? Because it's more of a clickbait, isn't it? It is. And people like to get fired up. And people like outrage. And that's the things that always get shared. Like I said, maybe I saw someone complaining about work and double standards and shit like that on Twitter. People engage that. But then the whole, I didn't shit myself this morning or I just had a lovely breakfast doesn't get anything because like no one gives a fuck like because they can't empathize with that because it's not fun to do people want to be able to moan about things and that's fine but when you're trying to when you're in a situation where things have to be done to make it better this is where it's dangerous because people moan about their jobs like everyone moans about their jobs there's always something that happens and you go, oh fucking work and you go in the pub and you're like okay I'm going to whinge about this to my mates and they can whinge about their their situation so like, fine but then if someone's whinging perpetually constantly you're like you know what you know what Gary just get a new fucking job like, stop whinging about it like there's a limit yes Nina's always on your case but maybe if you weren't a lazy bastard you wouldn't have so many issues you know what I mean it gets to a point where you have to bust you know bust someone's balls a little bit on it you mean lie him down and stamp on him repeatedly <laughs> <laughs> That's how disability starts. <laughs> but there's a limit to it. With disability, I think people are too afraid sometimes to be the ones to bust the balls and be like, shut the fuck up and just do something about it. It's a bit taboo, isn't it? But it shouldn't be. Stop being miserable fucks. Okay, you, know, you complain, like, oh, well, this wasn't accessible, this wasn't accessible. So, yeah, okay, that's not necessarily in your hands. But there are things that are in your hands. And I read a lot of things where I'm like, well... You had a stake in this. You could have gone somewhere else. Is it fair? You know, should you have, have that accessibility anyway? Of course you should have done. But don't complain because you didn't plan well. And yeah, I shouldn't have to... Def- I think though if they're highlighting something like that, where something wasn't accessible, then they're still going to need to highlight it, aren't they? I get that. But they, like, in a lot of cases, they don't name and shame the venues and say they are not up to code. Because they're fucking pussies. Like they, just, they just moan about not being able to do it. Yeah. They just moan mm. about not being able to do it. Or they moan about little things that it's like, oh, well, oh, they didn't have this. Or the hotel didn't have this. Give me attention. And it's like, yeah, but you could have done that. Some people say, oh, the hotel didn't have a hairdryer. Well, take a fucking hairdryer. Like, you, you don't need to expect it. You're lucky if they do. But, you know what I mean? Just don't whinge about it because you didn't do it yourself. Like, come on. Like, this is what really gets me. It's just a fucking, like, first world privilege. And it's like, disabled people feel like the world owes them a fucking favour. I'm not denying that a lot. Uh, well, a substantial amount definitely do. Like, the world's kicked me in the balls. Now the world owes me. But at the same time, when is enough enough? Yeah. Oh, no, people get sick of it. And I think that's where we're at, isn't it? Yeah. That's where we're at. And 
it actively hurts your cause. Because people, disabled people are, they're fucking Gary in the pub. Just whinging and whinging and whinging. It's like, for fuck's sake, Gary, no one wants to be around you. No one cares what you have to say. Because you know what? You're not actively doing anything. Change your job if it sucks. Get a divorce if she's cheating on you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, go to the doctor if the, the swelling's getting bigger. You know what I mean? Like, I, do something about it. Don't just keep coming and fucking moaning about it. And the thing is, people will get sick of Gary. And people will get sick of disabled people. And then they'll take them seriously when something horrific happens where the disabled person is beaten to death by a group of people who are intolerant or police officers or something like that. And they were all up in arms at it. And you know, why should someone have to die for us to do something proactive as a community? Pretty strong, that. Do you disagree? No, I, I actually don't disagree. Like, I, I do it all. I agree that there's too much negativity in them. Changing the attitude of someone that is like that who lives with something substantially worse than we both have must be incredibly tough to have that positive mental attitude. However, I would say that services are starting to get better in that and perhaps they just need to be signposted towards that. And maybe that's the sort of thing that should be spreading, not the negativity, but the ways in which you can help yourself and others to get better. I agree. Because negativity doesn't, negativity doesn't change the world. Yeah, you just don't be a miserable cunt, man. I mean, there's, there's other things out there. Like, yeah, there's days that suck. And, you know, you might get, you, you might get into that hole where it's really fucking difficult to get out of. But there is stuff there for you to get out and people around you and services available, both mentally and physically in a lot of cases. Yeah. You know, you're not on your own. You don't just have to go to social media and tell everyone how much your life sucks. You could tell them, oh, my life sucks. However, I'm doing this now and things are getting better. Think about what result you want out of it. And if there's no result out of it, maybe you shouldn't be posting it. Especially if it is just a resounding negative thing. And like, we all have bad days. The other day, I broke two coffee mugs because I forgot that I put them on the side and then I didn't see them and I smashed one and I got angry about it and I smashed another one quite quickly afterwards. And I got really angry and I could have gone to Twitter and go, oh, fuck me, my life's terrible, I can't see nothing. I just broke two coffee mugs, blah, blah, blah. And it took me half an hour to clean up all the coffee off the wall and all this shit. But you know, what's that helping? Like, what, what do I want out of that? Luminous coffee mugs? Some to say, oh, yeah, it does suck, doesn't it? Oh, I did that the other day. Like, how's that improving? Anything. It's not. All I'm doing is I'm whinging about something that no one gives a fuck around, other than the fact that they want to like jump on and be miserable. You should have posted about getting some nice Systema coffee mugs. I should have done. <laughs> I get some nice unbreakable Systema coffee mugs. I don't know if they do those. I will be checking after this. <laughs> Hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I didn't post that because I'm like, well, there's no, there's no tangible result out of this. Like, what, what do I want out of this? So I didn't. But then there'd be other situations where I'm like, do I want people's opinions on this? And like, this is a bit of like a, a negative thing. And do I want people's like, opinion on this or do I want to spotlight something? And if that's the case, then I will post. I will retweet things that are like, I think that, by bringing attention to it, it will make, say, that company be a bit more aware. If people are like, going, yeah, you're full of shit. Like, what are you doing? I get it. Like, that's what happened with the access card. We, we blasted them a bit, and then they came up and they addressed the issues with us. 
I mean, we didn't have to have Martin on. We yeah, could true. we could have just said, no, nah, it's fine, we'll just have the episode up. And that's basically what disabled people do with the negativity. They don't want solutions, they just want to moan. Well, it seemed all right about it, to be fair. Despite the fact that we blasted the access card, he seems like a nice guy. seems like he could take a joke. Whereas a lot of people, a lot of disabled people, can't take a joke for shit. No, they can't take a fucking joke. But I think that bitterness has just crept in over their life to the point that it like just overshadows everything. Don't get me wrong, you do get a lot of uh, disabled people now that are happy in terms of talking about their disability in a funny way. Yeah, that is fine. Like Having a joke about it is fine. Not to the point where people don't take it seriously, because there are still things that you still want to be taken seriously. But sometimes a joke can do a better job than just whinging about it. It's a lot of comedians now, though. There's like Rosie Jones and a few others that are... Yeah, um... Who's the, um, who's the guy that does the fitness videos? Oh, Zach Anna. Oh, yeah, I love Zach Anna. <laughs> Cerebral palsy. And like, They're the sort of people that I like because they are happy to... If anything, this you know they're making fun of their own disability, and it's fine. You can do that. It's okay. It can suck and it can be shit, but this you've got to see the funny side of it. Otherwise, yeah. you just, you're going to sink into this sort of negative hole. And the, the problem is, when you're in that hole, people are then going and spreading it all over social media. Like if we just go on to Zach Anna, who has cerebral palsy, like he's been on Oprah, he's had his own travel show, that sort of thing. He's quite popular on on YouTube, and he'll do things like. Even though he can't really use his legs, he'll do things like he'll get on a treadmill and he'll have a laugh and he'll try to be giving you inspirational like pep talks while he's sliding off of a treadmill. <laughs> and you know what? He has a big following and he's funny as fuck and he seems like a really nice guy. And you know what? He could go on Twitter and say, cerebral palsy sucks. Like, I couldn't get to the bathroom this morning, so I pissed myself because there was no one to help me to the bathroom. Blah, blah, blah. He could do all of this, but you know what? He'd have no followers. Or the only followers that he would have would just be more negative people. But he's been happiness to, to life. And like, when I've had a like a rubbish day at work or something like that, I will watch some of his videos because it picks me up. Because I'm like, it's funny. When you see him trying to climb into his like car window because someone's parked too close to him so he can't get his wheelchair in. And he's like, no, fuck it, let's film this. And he tries to climb in the window and he just gets <laughs> stuck halfway. Like, that sort of shit. It's like, that's fucking funny. And like, I know that there's always a place, like, like, you can only go so far with these because, like, God forbid you fucking offend someone. That's another thing. I think disabled people should lighten up a little bit as well. Let, let able people tell jokes about disabled people. Yeah. We're, we're becoming this culture now where everything's taboo. Whereas I'm the opposite. I'd rather have everything on the table and up for up for grabs. Hundred percent. And that's one thing that I like about like with my wife. And some people have said, Oh, you're harsh. I walked into a bin or a bollard and cracked my nuts and then she just pisses herself laughing. And she knows it because I didn't see it. And even though I'm in pain, I'm like I'll start laughing as well. But then someone else, like remember the public, oh I shouldn't be laughing at that. Why? It's funny. Why? Don't get insulted on my behalf. Yeah. It's fucking funny. I just hit my nuts. <laughs> classic comedy. Yeah, it's classic comedy. <laughs> and it's like, don't get insulted on my behalf. It's like, you're the fucking problem. You know, oh, you can't, you know, maybe I'm not there. Oh, you didn't see that. It's not his fault. But as a, a disabled person, I could turn around and say, don't laugh at me. That's not funny. I didn't see it. And you know what? I've just killed the moment and now no one wants to be around me because I'm a Gary in a pub. <laughs> Why Gary? I don't know. Gary just seems like a miserable bastard in the pub. 
Not all Gary's are miserable, of course. That's a name that pops into my head. Okay, fair. So we have to point out the irony in this. Because, yeah, it's like not all the negativity and how they rant about being miserable and we've just done an entire episode on it. <laughs> Whilst I, being ranty I, and highlighting all the negative shit. I get that. But I think that the way you go around it and spotlighting the issues of disabled people, you have to be smart with it. Okay, let's, let's, in that case, let's finish on a positive. What are you, what would you propose to make things better in this instance? Educate people that it's okay to have a joke. Let people know that even though that you do have bad days and that there are negative aspects of it, that doesn't make you you. Ah, oh, do you know what would be good, right? You know the LBGTQ plus community? Yeah. They're sort of, in a way, now kind of known for being a bit more like upfront about things. You know, anything's on the table, flamboyant. No, I mean, not everyone, but it, as a general sort of, View attitude. on what they have it, yeah. It's a bit more. It's like fun, isn't it? When you think of like uh, Pride Month, you think, oh, it's going to be fun, even yeah. if you're straight or rainbow you know, or, and you know, party time, cis trend, uh, cis male, or you whatever. You know, you could exactly you can go there, and even if you potentially aren't that part of the community, you're probably still going to be welcomed in with open arms. So why can't the disabled community also change? the way that other people look at them as well. Why Why can't we be the fun guys? Yeah. Like, if you go to, like, a gay pride parade, it's nothing but fun. And, like, they're having good times. And, you know, there's negativity behind that as well. But they don't spotlight that. They're all about being positive and showing the positive of things. And, you know, th- that's what it's all about. If you had, like, a disabled, like, parade, like, pride parade... It'd be a lot of miserable bastards looking glum and just be like, ooh, it sucks, doesn't it? Ooh, my foot fell off. Oh, my eye don't work. It's like, come on. Gotta be fun. Yeah. Be definitely. fun. Like, the fact that nothing fun has happened for, like, Pride Month, to what I can see, and we're just coming to the end of it now. Disabled Pride Month. Disabled Pride yeah. Month. Like, it's, it's shocking. Like, I've been plugging things at work, and it's like, like what are we doing for Pride, uh, Disabled Pride Month? And they're like, oh, nothing. So I just send things out, like, here is the, the British Sign Language alphabet and the Pro alphabet. Why don't you send someone a message? It's a funny message or a joke in one of these formats. And it's just a bit of fun. And people did it. And they enjoyed it. And it was like, yeah, that's really fun. Especially when they're getting spelling errors and stuff like that. Especially with Braille. And they're like, they're, they're sending really weird messages to each other. And then the other person translating, they're like, that doesn't make any sense. You're full of shit. <laughs> and it's funny. But I could have also been on the other side of things and gone, oh, the fuck's over, we're not doing anything for disabled pride months, we're not ableists. You know what? They'll never do anything again if that was my attitude. I tried to make it fun. So be fun. Be yeah. happy. Be comfortable in your own skin. Be thicker skinned. Grow thicker skin, pick your battles, and try and be positive. Don't be a Gary. Treat yourself positive. How was your day? What was your breakfast? Send us your best disability joke, and you can find that on the plugs coming up. Don't be a Gary. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.